0: G. Ye- Yes, sir, it's your boy, Party Shorts, coming at you live from the Party Shorts Country Club. Yes, sir, it's your boy right here, Party Shorts, a.k.a. Wong Week, a.k.a. Your Drunk Uncle, Uncle Party Shorts, Coach Party Shorts. I know all of my nicknames are actually pretty similar and they all have Party Shorts in them, but bear with me. Big Sexy, Juan Tolo, other, na- other names that I also have. The Long Drive Bomber. Yes, sir, it's me. Coming at you and excited to present yet another week of the Infectious Party Shorts podcast. Spread this shit faster than the COVID spread. But in all seriousness, we are here to talk about something that I'm really excited to talk about. This podcast has been long overdue especially with everything that's gone on within the last year and a half plus of the damn pandemic. So as we all know, we've been in this shit for a while. And because of that, we didn't really have shit to do for a long time. People were getting bored being inside of the house uh guys were getting tired of being with their girl all day long girls were being tired of their guy being in the house all day long so naturally it was only a matter of time before we saw the beautiful sport of golf just blow up and now everybody is obsessed with golf And I'm one of the reasons why I decided that today's topic would be golf for many reasons, even though I already had this podcast planned out, was two major occurrences. Yes, if you didn't realize today was the opening ceremony ceremony, for the Ryder Cup. I will get to explain what the Ryder Cup is if if you're bogey boy, if you're a bogey boy out there or birdie boy or scratch golfer or whatever you want to call yourself, you probably already know what that is. That's significant occurrence number 1. Significant occurrence number 2 in the golf culture is your boy Champagne Poppy, the boy Drizzy Drake just dropped a line of golf gear through Nocta, his Nike brand, which I won't lie, I was actually fortunate to be able to pick up some of the uh, items on on uh, the release today, so thank you, shout out to the Six God, um, pretty soon your boy's gonna be dripping out there on the golf course, but let's get started and let's get back to it so golf again beautiful sport and it really has picked up a lot of steam within like the last year and a half i know that last year i just started golfing again um and, and again golf is just a great sport you get to go outside you get to be you know either in warm temperatures in nature i've seen like deer coyotes and other beautiful animals rabbits um even snakes and stuff like that if you depending where you're golfing um you get sunshine you get fresh air you get an opportunity to drink you get to be with your boys and for some of you that have a golf babe you get to spend time with your golf uh, babe golfing sometimes if that's what you like to do um so good for everybody that has that opportunity but yeah if we look at statistics The number of golfers that are out there has dramatically increased over 1 billion percent. So that's a pretty cool thing for the sport. And the even more amazing part of it is just the moment that golf is having right now. Literally, doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter how young you are. If you're a guy or a girl or anything else. People are golfing out there, and that's such an amazing thing for the sport, especially since golf has been seen for the longest time as an elitist sport. Uh, I, I, you know, I've been talking to, I talk to my mom almost every day. I told her I started golfing, and you know, one of the first things that she said was, "Well, I bet you're doing pretty good for yourself if you can afford to go out golfing all the time." We don't necessarily need to talk about my finances and how I spend my money, but it's just really cool that those doors have flung wide open and golf is having that moment let's if if i can take you down the path of how golf has really impacted um people altogether and culture altogether I mean take a look at this I'm wearing this brand called Maubon. Maubon is like that um is like a golf brand that takes you back to the roots of golf which is pretty cool. Um but you got rappers like Schoolboy Q promoting the brand and that's that's awesome because it's just like a, a clash of two worlds that usually in the past never would have coincided. I mean, look at again, look at this. You got Drake dropping a golf line. I didn't even know that Drake knew how to golf, but apparently, golf was a really important part of his adolescence or his childhood, you know? So that was the reason why he dropped that, this golf line. Macklemore. Um, McLemore has his own golf brand as well called bogey boys, and that's just actually pretty damn tight You really should check that out. So golf no longer is a sport for old white dudes at country clubs. It's become more inclusive. One of the other popular brands that I follow, Eastside Golf, is incorporating people of color, you know, black people, Mexicans. The idea behind it is that you don't have to be old and white or elitist or rich to be a golfer and everybody is joining, which I think the golf is needed um, for a really long time. I know there's, uh, there's always been jokes, even like on Chappelle's show, about Tiger Woods being, you know, the one person in the golf culture and representing black people. But literally, the coolest thing about it is that you can literally go out to golf with anybody and you'll have a great time. I've met a lot of different people out at the golf course. Um, and I'm not going to lie. It was pretty intimidating at first to be like, oh, man, like, who am I going to be golfing with? Like, what if I really suck? Um, what if, like, they, um, like they're like they not happy that I'm golfing with them? What if I slow people down? What if I do something bad? There's a lot involved to golf etiquette, but um, it doesn't matter. Just get out there and start golfing. So... As we get back to this, this um, amazing moment that golf is having, right now, more specifically, the Ryder Cup is going down. So for all the homies that know what the Ryder Cup is, make sure you still listen to this part because I want to get your take on it and make sure to let me know what I missed or what I hit or what I did wrong. But overall, the Ryder Cup is um, a it's like a one-on-one tournament versus the United States of America and... All a bunch of different countries in Europe. I couldn't really tell you what countries, but they're just European countries. But it's a tournament style where each team gets 8 to 12 players of the best players currently versus the other 8 to 12 best players and they match up in like a tournament style type of play. I wish I knew what kind of type of play it was, but I really don't, so I'm not gonna go down that path. But Some things that I noticed today as I was watching the opening ceremony is that all of these golfers have beautiful wives or girlfriends. So um, the moral of that story is, is start golfing, you could probably get yourself a really beautiful wife or girlfriend. Um, In addition to that, this tournament is a really big deal. So this is the 43rd playing of this tournament. I think the statistics have been pretty back and forth, but within the last five years, the European team has actually won that gold trophy um, four out of the five times, leaving Americans with only one win. So going into this weekend's event, the, the big question is who's gonna come back with that trophy, especially seeing as the fact that they weren't able to play it last year. And this year's, or last year's tournament, which is being played today, so if any of you end up watching the tournament, you might be a little confused as to why it says 2020. It's essentially a makeup of last year's that wasn't able to happen. Now, does this mean that next year's will be 2021's tournament? I have no idea, I really don't know. Does that mean that they're gonna run back this tournament in April or at some other time of the year to try to catch up. I don't know, that'd be pretty cool. Um, Shout out to Diet Mountain Dew, uh, the drink of choice today. But back on topic, um, it's pretty awesome to get to see some of the best players. And this year, I really started to listen and watch and pay attention more to golf itself. I catch myself watching golf on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays sometimes, something that I never would have thought I would have done. As a kid, we used to change the channel when golf was going on because it was boring, man was I wrong have you ever hit a drive over 300 yards landed it perfectly on a fairway then after that hit maybe like a four or five iron just completely flush it land on the green only to three putt and still hit a par or a bogey well I'm sure some of you have and I'm sure some of you have actually eagled those holes I'm not really there yet Uh, Maybe one day I will be. I'm actually pretty sad. I've had to take out, I've had to take about a month off of my personal golfing routine Um, about a month ago. I thought I was in X Games mode. I was skateboarding and I actually ended up falling flat on my hand and I thought I broke it. So it's been about a month since that happened and I'm not ready to swing golf club yet. So it really hurts me that to not be able to, to golf, I even missed like a homies golf tournament. Um, I had a really expensive round um, that I'd prepaid for that I wasn't able to pay, play, play because of my hand injury. So. Um, a little tip for you. Don't prepay for your golf rounds. I don't care if it saves you money because if you got a bail last second, it's just going to cost you more money. Okay, so back to the Ryder Cup. So the Ryder Cup has got a lot of these names from Europe. Um, Victor Hovland um Westwood you got John Rom um let's see oh the youngest looking adult um Rory McEl- McElroy. I don't understand how Rory can look his age which is probably like maybe early 30s or mid 30s how he can look his age but also look like a 21 year old at the same time and the dude's like an amazing golfer So um, you got all of these great players that are all going to get paired up versus America's greatest. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. The European team looks pretty stacked and they look like they're going to have a pretty good time this weekend. Now, America's team, USA's team. Isn't one to be isn't one to be messed with either, because they also got some heat on there. I mean, you've got DJ Papa Johnson, like the absolute my my favorite golfer at the moment, um, and his beautiful wife Paulina, the great one too. So they had the team. Um, you've got Colin marikawa who's just a young gun, just really has taken off um, this year as one of the younger guys in the sport. Um, and uh, in addition to that got a little bit of side drama some drama that's actually been talked about for quite some time so if you haven't been living under a rock in the golf community you know that earlier this year and throughout probably a good portion of this year's season um Bryson Duchambeau and Brooksy Brink's truck Kepka have been butting heads at each other for some unbeknownst reason at the end of the day the two don't like each other and honestly like as I've evaluated what's going on you got Bryson on this hand who's like your little brother who's just annoying but he's big enough that you really don't want to like mess with him but like he also knows that like he like he's got people to like get his back or like you know his mom you know he'll run to his mom if something happened so like he just kind of like pokes the bear and he thinks it's funny right and obviously as you can tell Bryson's not a golfer that I find entertaining his hat that that hat that he wears is goofy he thinks he's like the scientific guy and overthinks everything he's a big cryberry crybaby and all of his outfits suck and then You've got Brooksy Brink's truck Kepka, Nike athlete. The guy looks like a stud. I mean, I've got a man crush on him. The guy is, uh, he's hes like a god. He's built like a linebacker. He hits the ball far. Again, he's a Nike athlete. Um, but overall, the guy's a legitimate golfer. And he handled the situation a little bit different. Brooks uh, cannot stay i don't think he can stand bryson at all um and that's kind of where things started to escalate earlier in one of the tournaments um where brooks was getting interviewed um and then bryson is you know being being an asshole and just walking behind the camera and like saying like stupid goofy things or whatever and brooks just like rolls his eyes in disgust and just takes like a deep breath and you could just think And you could just read his thoughts. He's just thinking like, fuck this guy, you know? So it's all been boiling up because we all knew that at one point they were either going to meet on the course, like on a finals, hopefully, which actually never happened, or it would all build up to this defining moment where they would both be joining the Writers' Cup. And sure enough, without any disappointment, it actually ended up happening. So, what do you think happened? This was like an awkward moment that I think everybody was kind of waiting for, for to happen. And then, you know what ended up happening? Brooks, being the stand up guy that he is, the respectable man, um, I think he did the best thing that he could have done. Uh, he, he swallowed his pride. Um, he walked up to Bryson while he, I think Bryson was taking. Um, uh, what's it called? A uh, range practice. I don't say batting practice. That's a baseball player in me. So Bryson's out there, you know, being on all, being all awkward, probably not wanting to talk to Brooks. Like, you know, trying to be, not be confrontational. Cause now he knows that like, you know, if something goes down he'll probably get his ass whooped. Um, but, Brooks does, like, the man thing, goes up to him, and I don't know what the hell they said in that conversation, but long story short, you can tell that Brooks was like, hey, man, I know that we've had our differences, and I I don't know what he said, but, like, long story short, the communication was, we're on the same fucking team, we're out here to beat these fucking Europeans, whatever we got is squashed for the weekend, hopefully. Who knows if this continues down the line, but overall... I respect the fact that he did that and I thought it was really funny. You could kind of tell that Bryson was like I don't think he was like scared of Brooks, but like you could tell like he was kind of like, man, like this is awkward and I'm like the asshole. So overall, um that all of that drama unfolded, which when was the la- when was the last time you really associated drama and golf? When was the last time that they both were in the same sentence? But that shit happened and that went down. <laughs> And even more beautifully, beautifully, um, if that's even a word, it looks like... Duchambeau isn't even like in the competing pairs but Brooks is so um for all of you that have been keeping score out there for all of you that have a side it looks like Brooks side the Kepka side Brooksie is the side that is um definitely taking the high road and and winning out this so um today was the opening ceremony the pairings have been set and the tournament play starts tomorrow I think it's going to be really exciting I know I'm going to be watching um I'm going to drop this episode as early as I can on Friday so you get a chance to listen to it before the tournament starts, but it'd be cool to know like, who you're rooting for. Are you going for Team USA, which you should be, or are you going for these other guys across the pond or whatever they call it? So that's something that's notable, and that's happening right now in the golf community, but... Going back to overall, to golf, and to culture. Golf is just so awesome, and I've been blessed with having the opportunity to golf a lot. I got my golf clubs like maybe like four, for like three or four or five years ago or something like that um, from one of my boys, Dan Thill, Philly Thill. Uh, he had just upgraded his set and I took over his Ping I2s, which little did I know were actually classics. Um, and I'm actually really happy that I have them. Uh, I have developed my game a lot and I'm not going to talk a lot about my game because I know that like that's boring and people could talk about their game for hours and hours. And honestly, other people don't care. But my golf set is pretty dope. Um, I've got my Ping I2s, I've got lucky wedges, and a lucky putter. They're gold. I don't care if they're good or not, they're swag the fuck out. In addition to that, I got my SIM driver. Which fucking blasts a ball! I'm super happy with it. It drives long and far, and I could probably outdrive you. And I recently picked up a—it's um, the same driver as a TaylorMade. For those of you who don't know. <laughs> And I also got the matching tailor made three wood and tailor made four iron hybrid. Does that make me a douchebag for having all of the same um, woods, hybrids, drivers? Maybe, but I like that they all match. And um, I actually don't even use my uh, four hybrid that much because my four iron is pretty, pretty clicking, you know, when I, uh, when I was golfing a lot this year. Um, anyways, like I said, I'm not going to get sidetracked and talk about a lot about my game, but. Overall, getting back to it, the sport of golf has just blown up and it's been really awesome to see how people our age um, are getting into the sport. Like I'll, I'll go out to a golf course and I see more people within like the 24 to like 35 age range than I would have expected, which is really cool. And it's bringing a lot of good stuff to the sport. But like I said, like you've like, uh, every time that I go on the golf course, I think what dope swagged out outfit am I gonna wear? I have like five or six pairs of Jordan golf cleats the Jordan golf cleat is what got me into golf. So every time you step out there, like I said this earlier this year, the fairways, the new runway, like people are buying like all these other dope companies like like Bad Birdie, um, Pins and Aces, Golf Gods, like all these golf companies are like making all these like dope different outfits and different swags. And it's really cool to see that, you know, you don't just have to go out there, you know, in a polo and pleated khakis to be able to get out on the golf course like people are rocking all different types of colors like designs it's it's just something that i completely did not expect so i think it's a a great direction for for overall golf and for the games going in addition to that i want to make sure to bring up a very important topic of inclusivity is that Ladies are also getting into the golf and I love that as you all may know and realize I love the ladies I love babes and a golfer babe I know that that's not everybody's type, but I actually like the idea of being able to go out with a lady friend that can golf and can hang with the boys. Or even if she sucks, who cares if she sucks? Me personally, I enjoy the company of women and I don't think that it's a bad thing, you know, if you get stuck in a golf cart for four hours with a beautiful lady and maybe share a couple of modelos or shots of tequila. At the end of the day, even if you golfed bad and it was about round, it was still a great day. So props to all you ladies out there, whether you suck or whether you're better than some of the boys out there, which there are, like Paige. She's, she, this is an interesting and amazing fact. Paige Spiranak is actually the most followed golfer in the United States of America because her game is so great. She plays from the tips. She hits over 300. I think she hits over 350 sometimes. She does play in Arizona, which I think that's got an advantage. But nonetheless, you can't knock her game. She's got instructional videos. She knows the sport. You've gotta respect that. I know that there are some guys out there that that doesn't really sit too well with them, but it doesn't matter Um, because she's out there golfing and she could probably beat you. Um, And that's an important thing. Other uh, ladies in golf... Let's see. There's this one. Oh, Haley o- 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 Ostrom. She got like that toe tap hashtag. She's very talented with her golf clubs and with her wedges. She even does like di- different tricks and stuff like that. One um, of uh, there's there's just a lot of great ones that are out there, and I believe that we need to continue to support them and the inclusivity of the game. So yeah, if you've got a favorite golfer, babe, tag her. Let me know who she is. I'll peep the page and maybe even give her a follow. Uh, Um, So going on and continuing with this, um, the golf is just the entire bandwidth of golf is also spread like there's like long drive competitions, there's like putting competitions, it doesn't really matter as long as you're out there swinging a golf club, you're going to enjoy yourself. Coolest thing about it too, is that golf is kind of an all year sport, depending on where you live. Uh, where we're at out in Sacramento in California summer starts in April so we've had the, the, the great opportunity to golf literally all year round Sometimes it's hundred degrees. Sometimes it's almost raining and sometimes there's frost on the ground We played out in Edgewood Tahoe early this year for my boy Tito's bachelor party and it snowed at the end of the at the end of the golf round I never thought that I would say um, That I would play a golf round so I've played a little bit of everything 30 degree golf rounds or 110 degree golf rounds They're all out there uh, some people like to golf really early I love a good twilight round. There's nothing like teeing off at like five thirty in the in the middle of summer and the, during the summer solstice, the longest day of the year, and getting and having the opportunity to finish a round of 18 golf has rekindled and reunited me with a lot of my boys that i hadn't seen in a long time and that's really important so whether you're new to the game or you've been playing a long time invite everybody that you can if you're if you've never played um i know it seems like an intimidating sport but you can still get out there and you can have a great time oh shoot i almost forgot um one of the hottest things in golf this year that's taken the golf world by storm is mr manolo waggle that shit manolo golfs has been a fundamental part of a lot of people learning the game it might sound goofy i don't know if his accent is actually real if that's actually him or if it's a character but the guy is awesome um the the like it's not Spanglish, but, you know, like some of the Spanglish that he drops in is just hilarious. You know, he says things like waggle that shit. Don't be nasty. Um, you want to look at the target? Uh, shit like that. Get low. And when you are touching the golfing ball, it's just fucking hilarious. But if you really listen to his tips, his tips are actually legitimate. And he's take, and he just he took over the golf world for a really hot moment. And he's still one of the hottest things in golf. So check him out, Manolo Golfs, if you need some golf tips that are for the entry-level golfer that really has it. And he puts it down in layman's terms so it's not confusing. And a lot of this stuff is actually applicable. All right. Well, I hope I haven't been too turned up with my excitement of the beautiful game of golf sport um but as we finish up this podcast, I really enjoy talking about this and I could probably continue to talk about this. One of my goals with these podcasts was to ensure that I left y'all with something that you can think about, some life some life lessons. Um, cause that is what the game of golf is. So through what I've learned with golf is that yeah, it's a difficult game, but you can apply a lot of life's occurrences to golf. If you walk into the golf course rushed, not feeling your best, then you might not have the best day. Same goes with life. Visioning, envisioning things and imagining things and thinking you can do something is really important in golf as well. And a lot of rookie players in golf and rookie players in life, because even though people are, you know, in their twenties or thirties, you can still have rookies in life. People are fucking up. Uh, uh, let me leave you with this for an early golf novice. It's pretty easy to have a million thoughts going on in your head. All right, lower that shoulder, um, swing slow, don't think about the water. Oh, there's water on the right. Okay, don't hit the water, don't hit the water. And then you fuck up and you hit the water, right? Same thing goes with life. If you think you're going to fail, you're going to fail. Who constantly thinks about failure. But if you can switch that mindset and start thinking positive shit, you can actually stop hitting the water and start hitting the fairway. So here's, Here's this week's life lesson from Uncle Party Shorts and the, and the and the Party Shorts podcast that came from you live from the Party Shorts Country Club. Is that if you, envi- whether you envision good or bad, that's what you're going to get. If you envision hitting the water, you're probably going to hit the water. If you envision hitting a fairway, you're probably going to hit the fairway. Same thing with life. So... From my heart, I hope that you get out there and you start golfing. And as always, strap up, keep it tight, and be easy. Peace.